Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, Oregon. It's Tuesday, November 17th. This is Elliot Noose with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Oregon's restaurant and bar industry is asking Governor Kate Brown for various relief measures, including financial assistance, COVID-19 testing, and clearance to sell cocktails to go. In an open letter sent Sunday, two days after Brown ordered restaurants again limited to takeout service only, the Independent Restaurant Alliance of Oregon said its members' perishable inventories and large payrolls made the businesses especially vulnerable to repeated shutdowns. The group claimed that an estimated 75% of Oregon's more than 10,000 restaurants and bars are in danger of closing permanently. In defiance of Oregon Governor Kate Brown's orders, one of Clackamas County's top elected officials plans to host a large dinner in her Malala-area home on Thanksgiving, despite the raging COVID-19 pandemic. Judy Smith, who will start her term as chairwoman of the Board of County Commissioners in January, posted on Facebook Saturday that she would gather as many family and friends as she can, adding that the governor's order to limit gatherings is wrong. As chairwoman of the county commissioners starting in January, she will play a significant role in structuring the county's response to the coronavirus. Smith said she believes further coronavirus restrictions are more damaging than they're worth, citing rises in child abuse, domestic violence, and depression. Brown's order aimed at slowing the spread of COVID-19 came as new infections have doubled in a matter of two weeks, and hospital intensive care units are nearing capacity. More than 90,000 people filed sexual abuse claims against the Boy Scouts of America ahead of a Monday deadline in the organization's Chapter 11 bankruptcy case. Victims' lawyers say the astonishing number already exceeds the number of abuse claims ever brought against the Catholic Church in the United States. The Boy Scouts faced a wave of pending lawsuits when it filed for bankruptcy in February. Its path to bankruptcy began in Portland where a Multnomah County jury awarded $19.9 million in damages to a Portland man abused as a scout, setting an enormous potential liability. And a Multnomah County judge ordered the release of files that included abuse allegations, letters, and newspaper clippings intended to keep predators out of the scout's adult leadership. The files, revealing the extent of the organization's knowledge of abuse, prompted hundreds more lawsuits. Portland's mayor said Monday he's fielding complaints from constituents about slow or altogether absent responses by the Portland police. Mayor Ted Wheeler, who oversees the police bureau, said he's asking the police chief and the director of 911 dispatch to provide him with data on police response times. It currently takes an average of 10 minutes for police to respond to high-priority emergencies, twice as long as the city's benchmark, an average of 25 minutes to respond to medium-priority calls, and an average of 63 minutes to respond to lower-priority non-emergency calls, according to the most recent data posted to the Bureau's website. Wheeler's request comes as the city seeks to hire a public safety manager to coordinate services between the fire, 
police, and emergency communications bureaus. And also after the city council cut the police bureau's budget by about $27 million this fiscal year. The cuts include the elimination of the bureau's gun violence reduction team, its transit division, and school resource officers. Those officers were shifted to patrol duties. Portland police have reported more than 6,000 uses of force during protests between May and the end of September, but the data contains significant gaps. City-hired consultants found that the officers hadn't filed required reports explaining their actions. As a result, the consultants found the city is no longer in substantial compliance with mandated reforms under the city's settlement agreement with the U.S. Department of Justice. On more than 2,500 occasions, police reported using batons to shove protesters who remained on their feet or throwing grenades that discharge rubber balls, two types of force that are reported together. They reported tackling protesters to the ground with hands or batons 715 times and firing impact munitions on 1,100 occasions. The Bureau reported nearly 700 uses of pepper spray. Nearly two dozen lawsuits are pending against the city stemming from allegations of police use of excessive force against protesters. The city's Independent Police Review, an intake center for complaints against police officers, has initiated at least 28 independent investigations stemming from excessive force complaints during protests this year. Thanks for listening. You'll find more news at OregonLive.com, and you can support our journalism with a subscription at OregonLive.com slash pod support.